I'm Corey Crenshaw. I'm Richie Suave Flores. And this is Sporty with Corey and Richie Suave. On the Hockey Podcast Network. Welcome back in Sporty Nation. We are currently quarantined in Richie and Kat's home right now, um, not spending time with people in public, which is kind of the way we like to roll anyways. So um, we would, of course, love to introduce my usual co-host, Richie Suave Flores. How you doing, Richie? Hello. I've watched Frozen seven times today, so I'm making a move. Frozen. The second Frozen. Yeah, I'm sorry, Frozen 2. Yes, I watched Frozen 2 seven times a day. Uh, I'm starting to get the lyrics down, so we on the next show, since there's no hockey now, we can just like sing, I'll do like a, a sporting musical episode. Like, you know how, you remember how like Flash and Supergirl did the musical episode a couple years ago? We can do like a, a musical version of sporty. <laughs> did you hear everyone singing earlier? I don't think we want to do that. <laughs> But you heard a little glimpse earlier from our amazing and wonderful best friend and co-host today, our wonderful special guest, Kat Silverman. How are you doing? I'm quarantined. Feels great. <laughs> <laughs> Social distancing, guys. I love it. Yeah, we, I think, have made up more creative things today than we have in the past month. Um, using Kat's child's um, play mats, I have made a red carpet into Richie's bedroom. If any ladies want to self-quarantine themselves with him, it is a um, it is a very pretty colorful carpet for you to walk down. And uh, it's cushy, so it will be nice and pleasant on your feet. Supportive. It's got shapes. Teaches you things. Exactly. It's a puzzle. Well, <laughs> exactly. Like I said, they don't call me Suave for nothing. Yeah. <laughs> I mean... We, I think we could create the first ever um, love game show-ish thing where you go on blind dates where you have to be quarantined with people in a room. It's like love is blind, but instead of being in like separate pods, you're quarantined in a pod together. It's like love is blind and you had like a very disturbing love child. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't think any of these will end well, but no. hey, it'll be very much fun to watch. Which, I mean, is The Bachelor in a nutshell, so... And I people don't. love The Bachelor. I don't. I, <laughs> I'm, I'm not a big Bachelor person either. Um, Richie? No, never mind. The only time I've seen a piece of it is there was like a... I've watched one full episode of it, and it was like it was like the last season, and some chick showed up in a, a sloth costume, and was like, I'm here to take it slow. <laughs> what? Was this really a thing? I shit you not. It's real. Yeah, talk amongst yourselves. I'll find what? It. Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh. That's almost the only. So I saw some of the season that had. His name was like Brooks or something. He was some little shy guy who that was... was super nice. And I don't know. He ended up on. Uh, what is it? The Bachelor Island? Bachelor in Paradise. The Bachelor that Island? Bachelor enough. Island, yeah. Um, <laughs> shows you how often I watch it. Yeah, I watched some of that season because uh, my younger brother watched it. And he, uh, he and his buddies actually did like a Bachelor pool, like like a fantasy draft where they oh, yeah, like, drafted the that. girls. Yeah, and then they like drank wine and watched it. And it was, it was really weird, but what? here... Oh, oh, this is interesting. 
this is gonna take forever. That's not the first impression you want to give someone. <laughs> that wow, wow, that was that wasn't just a sloth costume. That was that's deeply upsetting. Those eyes are gonna. Okay, I'm not sleeping tonight. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. Like, it would be one thing if you showed up and you were in a costume that was like kind of like provoking in some way because then even though you're crazy then he might insinuate that you're, you're also a freak in the sheets but if you're a sloth it doesn't insinuate anything good didn't some girl show up one time dressed like left chart i feel Probably. like somebody showed up yeah. as left chart the reason why she was a sloth is because the whole point of that season was the guy was a virgin so oh. so it was just that the whole season was just a bunch of virgin oh, yeah jokes yeah i do That's, i do wow. vaguely remember that there was okay. a guy that did that well, I do remember I watched part of one episode of The Bachelorette where the guy hopped the fence. That's like the only thing. That's the only thing I've watched was this oh, guy he... just running away and hopping a fence. And, and then they, was... Chris, whatever, tracked him down. Right? Did he? I, I only watched, I, I just watched that Or he part wanted to be left alone and he ran away. The windmill, the windmill sexy times. Um, <laughs> She was like, I don't feel bad because... Did it in a windmill and we did it twice. I was like, good for you, girl. <laughs> but no, I Bachelor, Bachelor, Bachelorette's not my thing. Love is blind is my thing. It's probably one of the one of the worst shows I've ever watched. But one of the best shows I've ever watched. I don't think I've ever become more emotionally invested in a relationship, like including ones that I've been in. I was I was all in for for Lauren and Cameron there. I um Jordan I hasn't seen the whole thing. I went episode? through the first two or three episodes and then I couldn't get it get past there because what was it? His name Barnett. Mm-hmm. Barnett. And um who did he end up with? Uh, Amber. Not Amber, the one he initially ends up with. Amber. Amber, yeah. It's always Barnett and Amber. Oh, 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 no, yeah, no, no, no. The other chick who didn't want who Jessica who wouldn't go with the guy initially because he was ten years younger. Boo, freaking! Not boo. just initially. You hear about the fact that he's ten years younger the entire time, including like, can I curse? Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Including some of the fuckiest math ever, where she sat there, just wasted, feeding her dog wine out of her wine glass. By the way, going. So that's unsanitary. It, it was. It was. I think it's illegal. You're not supposed to feed alcohol to your dog. Oh, but yeah, then she went. Dog. And she went. So if I'm 34 and you're 24, if we get married, she uses a baby voice. If if we get married and have a kid in like a year, you'll be 26. I'll be 36. When our kid's 14, you'll be 40. I'll be 50. How does that make you feel? How does that work? And he was like. That works like math. She goes, and then if our kid's 24, you'll be 50 and I'll be 60. And I was like, what is happening? (laughs) And she just like adamantly kept telling him, like just reciting math to him there, talking about their 10 year age difference. Like, how will that work? And he was like, it'll work just like, like chronological time works. It was, it was fantastic. It was it was well worth the watch. It was one of the funniest scenes of television I think I've ever watched. Has she never heard of a cougar before? Like, that is what a section of women do with their lives. Like, they adamantly go after men 
that I know, got much he was, younger. He was a younger guy who was like okay with abjectly it. Abjectly devoted to her. Yeah, he loved her to pieces. He ignored every one of her red flags, of which she had about 6,000. And she still, she was like, I'm just the age difference. And his mom at one point, because they ate dinner with his parents, his mom was like, well, I actually kind of, because she was like, everybody's going to judge us. What do you think your parents are going to think? And she asked his mom, she went, so how do you feel like I'm 10 years older than your son? And his mom was like, I actually kind of like that. Girls his age are crazy. We were all like, oh, you think you avoided the crazy. Good stuff. <laughs> what was the one thing that like she said? She was like, oh, I don't. I don't, you have two, you're, you have, you're too, like, something about baggage or something, and, or, like, too committed or something like that, that Jessica Oh, made. yeah, she was, like, he's just, like, he's completely committed. That's a red flag. I was, like, really? Yeah. It's, That's it, a, red it's flag a red flag for you. a man to be completely committed. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then, like, the season ended a year ago and so when it came out like these couples the couples that got married had been married for a year and they all got together for a reunion after like after the show aired and she went, it was really tough re-watching that season there were some moments that I I wasn't necessarily proud of I was pretty more mortified like I was drinking a little too much and I was like that's all you did was drink use your baby voice and complain about the age difference like, that's all you did for eight episodes of television but and then Amber called her a, a bitch too which was great bitch you're shysty yeah does that even mean <laughs> I think that she was she was just calling her she called her disingenuine and shady and said you tried to take my man while I was engaged to him. Bitch, you're shysty. And I was like, oh, I love you. And yeah, and for those of you who haven't seen the show, we're talking about Amber, who's still married to Barnett. And Amber is a former, was in the military for a while. It's like a tank Yeah, she mechanic. was a tank mechanic. So Barnett at one point was like, I think I have to ask her to marry me because if I don't, she, she might kill me. And we were all pretty sure that was the case. And by all, I mean... Richie, I conned into watching it with me. Um, and then I put out on social media that I was watching it. And it turned out that like everybody else in the world, except for Corey, apparently was watching it as well, including Greg Wyshynski, who then had me come on his podcast to talk about Love is Blind. <laughs> so I went through the first three episodes. So I, I was trying. I tried very I hard. And everyone around me was talking. Like, get into it. I like I somewhat did, but then I also just got so annoyed by certain people that I couldn't handle it anymore. Oh, see, I think that you try to sincerely watch it. I hate watched it. I hate watched Jessica. Like, yeah, she was, being she was angry, the best part of the show. Being angry at her gave me strength. It was like it was like taking my vitamins. <laughs> oh, and you also missed uh, Cameron rapping too. To uh, oh yeah, to the white Lauren's, boy raps Lauren's to his mom. black girlfriend. Excuse me, fiance's mom. Sweet Lord. Mm -hmm. I don't even know what to reply to that. By the way, our friend Bayou Benders uh, just replied to my tweet about um, the red carpet to your bedroom uh -huh. and called it the foam road to the party zone. That is where <laughs> that is where we are going on um, yeah. this uh, quarantine day today. If you think we have uh, gone way off track and lost ourselves, we basically we have. have. We have. That's um, why you guys had me on was... 
to continue dragging you off track. But it's because there's nothing better than, you know, just going off on random tangents. Yeah, because we have no hockey to talk about forever. So it's never coming back. Okay. Let's not. It it will probably come back. I mean, I. They. They are like very determined to. I I was listening to the NHL station on Sirius XM like the day that mm-hmm. the season was postponed. And I wanted to start a drinking game off of either the word coronavirus or Stanley Cup because all they kept on saying is, oh, the coronavirus won't stop them from naming a Stanley Cup champion. They want a Stanley Cup champion. There has to be a Stanley Cup champion. This was incessant throughout the entire thing because they didn't know what else to talk about. Do they so remember they when there was about. a lockout and they didn't award a Stanley Cup champion at all? Like I have a conspiracy theory about it. Oh. What is your conspiracy theory? You have an open platform here. So, please don't get mad at me, Coyotes. Because um, I don't think it's them. I think it's the league. Um, it's somebody who works in the ticket office for a team uh, basically told me that this is unprecedented. You know, they team ticket offices, like the ticket reps, the sales reps have contingency plans for just about everything under the sun. They did not have a contingency plan for this. <laughs> for so they a don't pandemic. right for a pandemic and for whether or not you, cause you, you don't get your tickets insured. So Technically, like they don't have to refund, but it, it was a required cancellation of the games. And so their best option is to continue like to reschedule the games because then they don't have to refund the tickets. Then you have a ticket for the game between the Coyotes and the Vancouver Canucks. And if you can't make it like that's on you to resell the ticket. So they don't have to give you a refund. Mm. Um, so but if they cancel the season they're probably going to have to find a way to refund it. And that's lost revenue for them. Even if it's lowered revenue from a delayed season, it's lost revenue if they like if they have to cancel it. So I think that they keep saying, we're not sure. We're not sure because they want to push it for as long as possible until they can figure out like what they're going to. I think that they just, they really don't want to say that any of the games have been canceled unless they absolutely have to. Because that's lost revenue for the league. And that's lost revenue for teams. So that's that's my conspiracy theory. I think there's zero chance we're going to get any regular season games anymore. I think there's a chance we don't get playoff games based on the behaviors of people who are still going out to bars. Which, if you guys are doing that, please don't. Stay home. Stay well. Uh, but yeah, I think that there's very little chance we're even going to get playoff hockey. And the league just doesn't want to have to start issuing refunds yet. Yeah, anytime when the CDC comes out and says, hey, no but no gatherings over, what was it, like 50, 50 people, people 50 for two people. months? Yeah. That's not NBA fans, NHL fans, you're screwed. You're not going to see any more for the rest of the year. I think MLB fans are probably screwed too. They're not going to get games until like July. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which is actually kind of a good thing because it's just tangent, but I'm MLB season is too long anyway. So. Well, and that's the thing is you have to think that everything has been rescheduled. So that includes uh, concerts mm-hmm. and any other type of events that are going on in these arenas. So like with Gila River, you don't necessarily have to worry about a basketball team, but you do have to worry about concerts and stuff like that. And then you have to worry about their road games, about going anywhere that there are, um, you know, 
uh, NHL teams and NBA teams. So being able to schedule all of those out properly um, would be so difficult and to be able to deal with all of that. I just don't see that coming out correctly either. It's going to be a logistical nightmare. Oh, and the, yeah. I, the ice is going to melt because it's getting to the summer. The ice and, is going to be bad in the summer. And the ice will melt. That's my Jessica version. <laughs> it <laughs> was beautiful well that's what they do say like in florida as soon as it hits summer like the humidity is so bad that the ice just gets terrible mm-hmm. but um and we can't have keith yandel skating on, on that ice <laughs> Sonk. that was one of my favorite things one of the jokes i saw was that when they were thinking about playing the empty arenas there for a couple of days is that uh, with the empty arenas, we would have been able to hear like a, a nice, because they put the mics near the ice, right? To get, mm-hmm. you know, ice level sounds. And we would have been able to get a nice clear song from Keith Yandel. But we're not going to get that. But we're not going to get that sound bite. Mm-mm. Neither is Fit and Tricklets. Everyone's at a loss. Um, but yeah, I think in the end that it's, it's pretty true too, that, you know, that it's going to be a logistical nightmare if they decide to. So um, going into... If they come back, they definitely won't have any other regular season games. I would agree with that. Um, I did come up with a really nice proposal, though, because um, I think there's only one way that the Coyotes can make it into playoffs, and that would be for um, each team to choose a player, and they will play NHL online. And um, for each game they win, they will get a point. So they will have to play two games to get two points to equal up uh-huh. to a normal game. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, from there, if they can finish out the regular season that way, and then if there's playoffs, they can do some other strategy that's even more complex than that. So that way it's harder for them to win, you know, like I guess. But I think this is the only way that you can get a Stanley Cup champion at this can you, point. Yeah, can you imagine, like, Auntie Ranta being the Coyotes representative oh to play God. NHL 20? Didn't you send me that some people were arguing about playing Xbox? Like, two players it were... It was Jason Demers, um, Connor Garland, and Michael Grabbin. Yeah. <laughs> so they're already having discussions. They're already prepared. I think this is the only way the Coyotes can make it into playoffs right now anyways. So... Well, did you see the Suns? That's what the Suns are doing. The Suns, they actually the first their first scheduled game was the Dallas Mavericks, Bless you. and Thank they you. and they just ended up doing um, streaming the game on Twitch, and they had like uh, somebody from like the Suns E League or something like that plays the Suns, and one of the a Dallas representative plays the Mavericks, and they actually played the game, put it up on Twitch, and like were tweeting the game like it was actually happening. NASCAR was doing the same thing too, where the NASCAR race was canceled, so they had a bunch of their drivers do an iRacing thing, and they put that up on Twitch. And they all stole my idea. I I think I think I tweeted this out before all that happened, didn't I? Uh, I tweeted it out. Oh, you probably did. Yeah, or or maybe I just told you guys. Maybe I didn't feel like tweeting it out because it felt it felt like uh, I would get a lot of flack from people <laughs> um, that were taking it way too seriously. Because uh, anytime there's uh, something like this going on, people take stuff a little too seriously, and some people don't take some stuff seriously enough. So, um, yeah, as, as Kat said, please don't go out to bars and start, like, partying and puking on other people. Like, it's just not smart. Yeah, please don't do that. Uh, it's not smart to be doing right now, and it is a great way to get yeah, everyone just, around. Yeah, just, just hang out at home with your own booze. We have plenty of booze here in the apartment. 
You have like set three bottles of wine, a couple of beers. Minus the one that I dropped. Corey brought a, her own straw. I did. Oh, I didn't drink any wine out of my wine straw yet. I have my own um, coronavirus wine straw um, because <laughs> I'm that weirdo. I also wiped down my um, gas pump today before I come mm-hmm. gas coming over here. So, you know, you just got to take your precautions when you can. That's called being smart, though. Uh, no, it is. Yeah, it's called being very smart. Also, um, I should I should point out to everyone that I think there's a ghost in the house because I was taking um, I was taking dinner out of the freezer last week, and a bottle of wine fell off of the top of the freezer and shattered on the ground. But I had opened up the freezer like half an hour before that to put groceries away, so bottle of wine didn't fall on me until I started to take out the food. It's a ghost. It's not my fault. I'm sorry for spilling the wine. No, it's totally okay. We we have we have replacements. We do. We have replenishments, but I still felt bad. <laughs> that's that's my guilt compelling me to tell the world about it. <laughs> well, it's kind of like when um you know when a, like a dog eats something and an owner puts a sign as like I ate the couch and then puts it like on uh, social media for people mm-hmm. to see. That's what Kat basically just said in our podcast. Yeah. It pretty much is. I broke the Brooklyn Nine-Nine wine. I did. I feel really bad about it. Oh, is that what it was? It was Brooklyn it was. Nine-Nine? Yeah, the name of the wine is actually called Wine Wine. Get it? What, because of Nine-Nine? Yeah. Brooklyn Wine Wine. 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 Yeah, uh-huh. and one of the catchphrases of the show is they is because they're in the 99th precinct, they always say Nine-Nine. And so it's same thing that you say wine wine. <laughs> Sorry, you guys. I didn't mean to uh, laugh that loudly in probably all of your ears. Um, that's pretty good, though. I uh, I don't watch Brooklyn Nine Nine, but I've heard it's very funny. So you should. It's a terrific show. It's a terrific show. It's alright. Um, oh, shut up. You never. You don't want to watch with me anyway. Uh, before we go further, uh, we should do. Uh, we should tell everybody about Southern Scholar before we move on. Oh, yes, of course. We, um, even though you are quarantined at home, you can still be sitting around in the comfort of some nice, cozy, nice looking socks, even if no one's seeing you. I mean, come on, you you have to be FaceTiming someone at some point, or taking selfies at home. The the world that we live in right now, you never are really, truly alone. That's kind of creepy. But um, so you need to have your Southern Scholar socks to keep you nice and toasty in your home and uh, keep you safe for when you are, if you are forced to go to work and whatnot. SouthernScholar.com. You enter the promo code THPN and you will save $5 off of your order. You can either subscribe to their monthly box, which we are indeed giving away, the March box. You can find out how to win those by going to our Twitter page at Corey underscore Richie Show. You send us a picture of your ugly ass socks, your holy socks. We might win their March box sale. You can also buy them outside of the, the monthly subscription box, SouthernScholar.com. Remember, it's kind of cool. The owner of this company actually grew up here in Phoenix, and he played for the Junior Coyotes. So you're kind of like supporting local hockey there. SouthernScholar.com. Get yourself some comfy ass socks for uh, the rest of the while you're quarantined. Why not? Yeah, very nice. Very nice. Very well said, Richie. Thank you. Thank you. Also, while you're quarantined, we um, took the time to basically create our own um, 
I guess, goal songs, as you would say in the spirit of hockey, for while you are quarantined. Um, this is a nice little mix that you can listen to, whether you're just hanging out or if you're doing your own hockey type situations where you're playing NHL, you're playing floor hockey. I don't know how competitive your floor hockey gets. It could result in some nice fights. So some of these could be songs behind uh, you dropping the gloves in the middle of your living room over floor hockey. I don't know what you're doing. I don't judge you. We don't judge you. So we made a nice little playlist for you to do when you're doing whatever you want to be doing. And that's the most detail I will go into on that. So um, we have put this on Apple Music and um, Cat is on Spotify. I, I bailed on Spotify. I'm sorry, Cat. Um, so <laughs> we have it on both for you to listen to. It is the Sporty Quarantine playlist. We tweeted it out uh, before recording the show tonight so you can listen to it. Um, and uh, we figured that we would kind of go down our little list of songs here and explain why we chose them. Um, I guess I will go first with mine. Mine is Take What You Want uh, featuring by Post Malone featuring Ozzy Osbourne. And um, I mean, Posty with uh, Ozzy in it is just a dream. I was, even when they performed it live, I thoroughly enjoyed it. It was uh, great, even though Ozzy Osbourne, it can barely function at this point. I mean, although it might be, I have heard a rumor that this uh, coronavirus may have been started by a bat. So including a man that, hey! that bit... Is this that, it? Is this a song? Yep. That bit a bat's head off um, famously. May not have been appropriate for the situation, but I mean, screw it. Let's go out on a limb and do things that are inappropriate at these times, I guess. Oh yeah, and Travis Scott's in it too. Forgot about that. Ooh. I haven't heard this song, but it sounds cool. I mean, there's Ozzy right there. Yeah, good choice. Yes, yeah, so that is that is mine. Um, we each have seven songs, so it's 21. The next one is yours, Richie. Oh, shit. I'm not ready for this. Oh, my gosh. Richie, don't you have the playlist up? I do. I do. Uh, so my first choice is I, I wanted to go like kind of like local, uh, with a little local vibe to a lot of my playlists because it's uh, support local music. Instead of uh, going big league. So, uh, <laughs> are you trying to call us out right now? You did. Yeah. 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 Everybody goes, everybody goes for the popular music. Oh, we go. called him out earlier because we couldn't find his songs. This is true. So now he's come back at us on the podcast. So I'm, I'm coming back at you. Yeah. So they all know what we made fun of you for earlier. Yeah. Well, my first song is a song called I Don't Go Out. I picked that because it, I feel like it was very apropos. Um, and it's by, a, it's by a local band called Whistle. W H S T L E, uh, with one of my favorite local bands. So I wanted to, I felt like it fit very nicely. It's got a nice feel to it. Hold you. I do like that her photo in the background, though, is her in a robe mm -hmm. with fuzzy socks on in front of a fire. I feel that deeply. Yeah. Yeah, that is that is some good I'm vibes. I'm a big fan of that. <laughs> that is some awesome vibes. All right, and then our third one is by the wonderful Catherine Silverman. Not you, by me. 
I didn't sing it. But I mean, I like, picked it. Your your pick. Just so nobody thinks that I can't oh, sing. Yeah, no, no, no. Sorry, it is. They don't want that. I was saying the sure. pick is by. Yeah, I I sort of decided to go with a theme for Richie there. I picked "Sweater Weather" by the Neighborhood because that's a song about staying inside and being cozy, which uh, it seemed like a good quarantine song. After that, I I stopped going with the theme, but I had to pick at least one. Yeah, which I did not go with any theme at all. I am sorry. I wasn't aware of this memo. But you haven't heard Sweater Weather. You've been living under a rock. Yeah. But yes, so then after that is um, My House of the Rising Sun. I mean, mine has the word house in it. <laughs> Does that count for anything? Um, Do I get I think any that's, points? that's your one theme song. Yeah. <laughs> we'll count that. Do I get any points? No. Mm, okay. <laughs> nope. It is a great song, though. It is a great song. Uh, I that was she basically just gave me though the uh, you will be rewarded no points and may God have mercy upon your soul. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> it is my favorite song of all time. It's a great song. So. I don't know how how long we're allowed to legally like yeah, play these. Yeah, exactly. I think it's oh, like yeah. I think it's like thirty seconds or something. I've been yeah. keeping them within twenty to thirty seconds because yeah. I, I I don't know how long we're allowed to legally play these, so I just been playing them for about. Yeah, that, that song was probably it's probably been covered like hundreds and hundreds of times. So yeah, it's like a yes, trivia question. I'm, is like what was the original band that that recorded it? And the animals is your answer, which I didn't know. Yeah, so yeah, it's the animals. Um, which I'm glad I could educate you on that today. Thank you. Thank you. Um, Richie, you are next again. Yes. I recently saw Weezer at Innings Festival recently, and they were great live. And uh, so I had to put a Weezer song here because I've been listening to a lot of Weezer lately. So I was like, well, I'm in the mood for some Weezer. So Beverly Hills, the song that was like constantly on MTV all the time in like middle school. With that music video, that is incredibly good. Decided to go with that. Where I come from isn't all that great. My automobile is a piece of crap. My fashion sense is a little whack, and my friends are just as great. Was it? You were telling me that you don't like Weezer, which I do not like Weezer. I am sorry, and which is weird. Because I, everyone knows that I like my my punk music. Yeah, and I don't. they have a very punky vibe. So and I, I don't. Like it. It's it's very weird. Um, it's not. I like some of their songs. I don't like all of their songs. I don't like that they covered Africa because Africa oh. is a terrible song to begin with. Oh, I love Africa. Oh, I hate but it. I love Africa oh, by Toto, it. not I hate it by Weezer. It's it's its own. Cat, you are next. Um, so I I picked a little more. It's Machine Gun Kelly. It's a, it's a song about how people are, they, they take a little bit too much for granted and we all, it's we all need a little more love is literally, Aww. it's probably the most uplifting thing a 
that Machine Gun Kelly's ever been a part of, I think. <laughs> so I, I would probably agree with that. Is this rap Machine Gun Kelly or is this like it's, punk Machine Gun Kelly? It's it's rap Machine Gun Kelly. Okay. It's kind of old. It's also it's a duet. It's a duet. Well, yeah, this is featuring. Yeah, it's featuring someone else. Who's very good. She's fantastic. I, I I don't think in my where I have to cut it off. I don't think it he comes in. But yeah, but believe us when he comes in. We have a point. Uh, yeah. Which it's it's funny that you mentioned that like it's like an uplifting like rap song and stuff like that. And one of the people that I what I should have included in here was uh song called and we danced which is by um macklemore which richie did not know until we were at the macklemore concert um absolutely love it a lot of people don't know it's funny because i had heard it was i can't remember what new artist it was they're talking to her and she was saying oh i love macklemore because like you know his first big single he came out with was about like thrift store shopping and i was like no no and we danced was and like the one that like first started that momentum but before that he rapped about uh all of the poverty and despair that was going on in ireland like it was like straight up activism rap Mm -hmm. for a very long time before i like it and we danced was like the first time that he did something that was more joking. So it's funny that like you brought that up about Machine Gun Kelly because there's certain parts of certain artists that I think that we never know exist until you dig deeper into them. So I think that's kind of cool. Now we all know. Uh, yeah, now we all know. Um, one that now we're going to one that has no uh, big motivation behind it, but it's just uh, mine is my next one is Return of the Mac by mark morrison um i feel like i don't know i felt like not a ton of people knew about the song like in like a mass way and then i just feel like it made like a resurgence and everyone's listening to i it still now. don't know what it is oh well um if you ever came to where um our friend dom was djing he always plays return of the mac well anybody you just never came to any of dom's no, djing no uh, the worst let me see if i can Is this an old song? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, 96. I was two when it came out. Oh. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yes. Oh, but you know. I do know it now. I do know it now. (laughs) Which is so much better than Scotty doesn't know because I hate that song. (laughs) (laughs) It drives me insane. For those of you that don't know, my boyfriend's name is Scotty. So, um... I've heard a lot of Scotty doesn't know, and a, a lot of it has to do with Scotty's girlfriend in that movie um, having sex with someone else. And so uh, I never enjoyed that insinuation because not a lot of uh, people that I would have sex with have tried to sing that song around me, and I don't appreciate it. So that's just a little side note there that uh, I hate that song. But um, the next one is from. I don't know. I said that way from oh, wow, you, <laughs> from you, Been hanging out with Izzy way too much today. <laughs> as I'm playing with my pterodactyl made out of, uh, of Legos. 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 Okay, so uh, my next song is I've been obsessed with the new Eminem 
album that came out not too long ago. It's it's called uh, "Music to Be Murdered By," and like the lead <laughs> song, lead the lead song from it is called "Darkness," and uh, it's like a it's a slower song, but like it is uh, it's like kind of talking about gun control and gun violence, and um, and it's a, it's a great song. So you guys got so much deeper than me. I feel very shallow at the moment. I had to include some hip hop on the list, you know, because like I usually I put a lot of I put a lot of like alt music on here and like local music and chill music, so so I had to I had to mix it up a little bit, you know. I I quite like uh, Eminem, so I can definitely approve of that. Um, next is from you, Kat. Uh, I picked Miss You Like Crazy. It's by Felix Sondman. He's a, he's a Swedish pop star. Um, I, for those who don't know, I pretty much, I, I go to work, I go for long runs and then I like become immobile on my couch and watching Netflix until it's time for me to fall asleep. Sometimes during the Netflix, um, depending on the day. And uh, so I watched this show, Quicksand, out of Sweden a while back. And uh, this kid did a phenomenal, like a chillingly phenomenal job um, playing a school shooter. Um, very super dark character, super thought provoking show, though. And uh, imagine my surprise when I realized that he was like the Harry Styles of um, of Sweden. So I, I had to include it because it's, it's like my most listened to song right now. See, it's like a Harry Styles vibe. And I did pick one that's in English, just Good. for Richie's benefit. Yes. Cat has a lot of foreign music, if you didn't know. Richie hates it. I hate it. Absolutely. Every, every time we go to the rink, it's they're just some other random Russian rap song. That is true. She does have a, a slight addiction to Russian rap songs. <laughs> and I didn't include any. Sorry. Sorry to the listeners. Yeah. Um, the next one is mine. And um, I'm a big Blink-182 fan. Um, and my favorite Blink-182 song is Anthem Part 2. So I had to include it in here. Oh, this one kind of talks. Uh, it's about like teenage angsty though. So never mind. It's, it's not like that. Um, it's not provoking. This isn't what's, what's my age again. You gotta go outside of what's my age again and all the small things. Yeah, I like that. Richie, you've not lived enough Blink-182. We will drag you... We need to fix that. Next time, I, I really hope once again that there is a Blink-182 and all-time low in the same concert again and i will drag you to it oh no yeah. yeah it was it was great it was uh it was actually all time low a day to remember and then blink one two all on one show it was great cool um, uh, well yeah all time low is supposed to supposed to be coming to phoenix later this, like in july uh, or in the summer i don't even want to think about it and uh i will sad. totally go i don't like punk music at all but i like concerts i like going to to like seeing different bands and new bands so 
Yeah, it was good. It was at Action Pavilion, and I'm very asthmatic, and people were smoking around me, so I was like, oh. about, like about to die half the time. But um, I had my inhaler, so we were good. <laughs> but it was totally worth it. Um, I had a raging headache afterwards. Um, but uh, speaking of concerts, actually, that we've gone to there, um, your next one, Richie, would be... Yes, we like to catch it up on this show, if you don't know, like all the time. We like to play as much Kesha as possible, because... Uh, it puts you in a good mood most of the time. So I picked one of Kesha's most recent songs. It's called Raising Hill featuring Big Frida. And uh, it's, a, it's a dope song. Oh, I get it. It starts a little slow. There we go. Kesha's also scheduled to be here in next month. Assuming that's not going to happen now. Yeah, so. definitely not going to happen. Yeah, um, we actually went and watched Macklemore and Kesha yes. together. That was a great concert. And you got retweeted by Macklemore on your Twitter feed because he was throwing hot dogs. He was throwing hot dogs to people in the crowd. Um, <laughs> sounds like the dream. If you guys didn't realize that, I, I, uh, I love Macklemore. Yeah, I, uh, he was throwing hot dogs in the crowd. And uh, Kat's uh, favorite thing is to eat as many hot dogs as she can at up in the press lounge. So... Um, it I, used to be. They took them away this year. Yes, they, they are no longer around, so there's no more hot dogs. But she does still talk to Craig Morgan about the state of hot dogs um, at other arenas. So <laughs> I do. It, it's Every still, time I can. It still stays alive while it can. Um, yeah, just don't put ketchup on your hot dogs, for goodness sake. That is a whole other argument. That's the only thing I put on my hot dog. I do ketchup and mustard. I only do ketchup. And I worked in baseball, and everyone in baseball hated me for doing it. Literally. Yeah, because a lot I don't of people are like you Midwestern, judge. and like if you're like if you're Chicago, I know Craig's from the Chicago area. You don't put you don't put ketchup on your brats. You don't put. Mm. I don't think you should judge anyone for what they put on their hot dogs. It's very mean. Why? Yes, I can. It's hot America. dog I can freedom. Sh- Hashtag free our hot dogs. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> That could turn to a really bad tweet really quickly. Okay, um, next would be from you, Catherine. Ooh, so the next one is... Uh, I like this one. This is Yeah, good. this is uh, Puppets by Pusha T. And it's, uh, if anybody's watched Succession, he basically, it's he performed a rap song all about, like, the theme of Succession. And it uses the the intro track, like, the credits track for the song Richard. <laughs> when we get mad at Richie, we call him Richard, like our like Richard's mother. So don't do it again. Um, <laughs> so it's it's like it's a rap song with the piano intro track for Succession, like as the the background music. It's fantastic. If you love me, please don't judge me. Got my hands tied. The powers above me. Don't shoot the messenger. I'm just a puppet here. If you want to place blame, then look to the puppeteer. Family, fortune, envy, jealousy, privilege, passed on, legacy, secret, sabotage, borderline, felony, suicide. But yeah, so... Um, I actually need to watch the succession. Yes, you I do. It's incredible. I haven't... Um... Cousin Greg, one of the best characters in the history of television. This is true. 
<laughs> this is absolutely true. Um, after that would be um, one of mine, and we're going kind of old school again. Um, it would be my favorite Rolling Stone song, which is Gimme Shelter. You've probably heard it. If you haven't, again, what rock have you been living under? I like it. You have some classics on here. Yeah. Uh, my dad, big classic rock guy. Mm -hmm. um, I used to race motocross, and when we would go to the track, we would listen to the song. Um, so, my question is, of the British invasion bands who is your favorite is it rolling stones the who or the beatles if it's the who for anyone they're wrong i was gonna say i do enjoy the who i did and when i was in high school we had to do um a health project on people who uh who died from drugs or alcohol keith moon and yes, that's who that is who I chose. I mm -hmm. chose Keith Moon, and um, I even went to Hard Rock and took a picture of Hard Rock where he died, and did a whole thing on it. But so I do like the Who, um, and I, I I love the Beatles. I took an entire class on them in uh, college. Mm -hmm. uh, but I would have to say the Rolling Stones. Oh God! I would say the Rolling Stones too. Paint It Black's one of the best songs like yep. across the board. You guys are both By wrong. The correct, no. the correct order is the Beatles are number one. The Who is number two. No. And the Rolling Stones what? Are number two. What? Yeah, absolutely. Oh, uh, I'm going to. Yeah, but you don't listen to good music. <laughs> Kat just called you out. Called you out. Okay, yeah. Big guns. I'm a, yeah, it's a, real, it's a real hot take that I ranked Sorry. one of the greatest, most influential bands of all time, number one among the British invasion bands. I'm sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. Oh, yeah. Which the the Beatles were highly influential, but it doesn't mean that they were the best. They were the best. Just because they influenced something doesn't mean that you can be influential, but not aesthetically as pleasing as some of the others. Yeah, it, it, we can appreciate that you helped create something, but doesn't mean that we think that you are the best of the best. So mean. You guys are so mean. I'm just gonna move on to my next song. Yes, please. I right, say so I want to give a big shout out to uh, mo uh, several local bands on my list. One of my other favorite local bands is called Jared in the Mill. They kind of remind me a lot of, um, uh, um, like those like folk rock type bands, and uh, um, and so yeah, I put Jared in the Mill in there, and they had an album come out re somewhat recently, and one of their songs is called Soul and Mind, and it's great. I love it. Do you have it pulled up? There it is. Yeah. See, very chill vibe, you know? Very, very nice. I was also, uh, I, I was also looking up how long we are, um, I, th I think it's 30 seconds. Yeah. You can use up to 30 seconds. Yeah, that's what I thought. Good, so we're good. <laughs> Go ahead, Kat, you have the next yes. selection um, in our draft so of songs. 
So my next song is uh, Wonderful Life by Bring Me the Horizon. It's off their new album, um, which I, I think I described their new album to one of my friends when it came out as uh, Bring Me the Horizon for Billie Eilish fans. Like it's it's super mainstream as far as like Bring Me the Horizon goes. It's moved kind of into a softer era from what what those of us that listened to them in high school grew up with. But uh, But it's still a pretty good song. So I'm a fan. So I figured I'd add it and force it upon everyone. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. The sarcasm. No, actually. You really like it? No, this is This is is up Ricky's alley. It's definitely up Ricky's alley. The screaming I yeah, the, yeah, that is the, <laughs> the screaming. That's the one that one doesn't have as much screaming when it is some of their stuff used to have, though. It has like such a mild amount of screaming added to it. Like it's a it's a fantastic. That's song. like that's my biggest problem with punk music. I I really like the musicality to most like punk music, but I just hate how whiny a lot of the vocals are in a lot of punk music. But like that started really cool because I'm a big guitar guy. Like I love songs with a lot of really, really good. Like my next choice coming up here has a lot of really cool guitars in it. And uh, yeah, so I, I, it was a good choice. I liked it. I um, the n- next one on mine. Um, it's been revived, I guess, in popular mainstream by um, Pitch Perfect that we all um, mm-hmm. love and enjoy because uh, Anna Kendrick in the first movie sings like part of it, but it is no diggity. By Black Street, not yes. Back Street, but Black Street. So that is, um, that would be my next song. Oh, I only have one left. Richie, you're up next. Okay, so I'm continuing the theme of local artists and bands. And like I said, um, the reason why I like this band is because they are very guitar heavy and I, they're a lot, they're uh, super like, like, I don't know. It just makes me makes me happy. Their songs too, because it puts me in a good puts me in a good vibe. The song is called "Metaphysical" from the Technicolors. Actually. Told you, man. There's some really good local music out there, everybody. Stop like listening to your crappy ass radio number Ooh. one songs. Go, wow. go listen to some local music Ooh. once in a while. Spicy, yes, very spicy. Wow. Uh, next would be you, Cat. I'm shook. I, I know. know if I can go on. <laughs> um, well, mine is a mainstream song. Excuse me, I picked a. One of the songs from uh, the Black Panther album, since it was recently added to Disney Plus, right? Uh, It's X. It's got a, I believe Kendrick Lamar produced the entire album. Mm -hmm. Um, So he's he's involved in this song, but it also has a 
Saudi, which is a, I believe he's a South African rapper. Um, and then two chains in Schoolboy Q. Fun fact, I do have the Black Panther soundtrack on my on my phone. And you were making fun of the mainstream music. <laughs> yes, it, which is it actually leads into my next one because we listen. So when I got to choose I got, I I was in the passenger seat on the way to Comic Con, and I got to choose from Richie's music, which the only thing that I wanted to listen to was that CD. So we did listen to a lot of that CD on our way to San Diego for Comic Con, which and that also we can uh, we can give a shout out to Africa because um. Some of the African countries have been screening people for coronavirus, uh, for COVID-19, well, before they got on planes since, like, late January. So they are not, as of this moment, suffering from widespread outbreaks, at least not so on the scale of places like Italy and the U.S. Um, so nice little shout-out to, to Sub-Saharan Africa there. We could all, all learn a little bit from, from the way that they prepared from that, not that they... Not that they've done everything perfectly throughout history, but in this case, they're definitely uh, they're leading the They put out there. good sci-fi movies, too. So, are you referring to Black Panther? No! <laughs> I just wanted to make sure. I'm just, I, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna move on. No, this. it's District 9! Have you guys seen District 9? It's really oh. good. Oh, okay. yes, I haven't seen okay. District 9. Yeah. Um, but as I was, I was saying earlier, we listened to that on our way to San Diego. My next one is actually... <laughs> San Diego from Blink-182. Again, I like Blink-182. This is obviously uh, without the original singer. This is with their new singer. But still good. Also very good is um, Angels and Airwaves, which is the band that the lead singer of Blink- Spinoff. Yes, the the he went and created his own band because he wanted to go in his own direction, which is Angels and Airwaves. Um, so listen to them if you feel like it as well. Um, Richie, your last one. My last song isn't like my favorite song on the list, but it's something I've just been listening to a lot lately. So I thought I'd share it with y'all. It's uh, Michael Rosenbaum. From Smallville fame, he has a podcast that is uh, is called Inside of You, and uh, he was talking about his band. It's called Left on Laurel, and they're like Southern California rock, so like super like super chill, like beachy vibe. I listen to them all the time, like on my drives home from work, at, like late at night, and just like puts me in a in a in a good mood. So uh, here you go. This is yeah. Let's go for a ride. Name this song. Yeah, so not everybody's like cup of tea by any means, but 
Yeah, I liked it. Very it chill. pleasing. Yeah, we'll so. say we'll say the, the best song on the hair for last. By the way, I'm glad we mm-hmm. this song is the last song on the hair. By the way, go ahead. All right. Uh, so my the the very last song I delved back into the mainstream. Sorry. Um, but he, I he did Jimmy. say he enjoys it. It is. It's a just a just a little like nod to to our hockey roots here. I don't think I've ever been to a a hockey game or, or an ice rink that didn't play this song. It's a Sweetness by Jimmy Eat World. Arizona is Mesa, right? Mm-hmm. Yes, Mesa. <laughs> Can you think of a hockey game you've been to that hasn't played this song? It's a go-to. Yeah, the staple. It's like 45 by the Gaslight Anthem. I was gonna say, are we gonna are we gonna go over the limit? Yeah, yeah no. So sued just to, no. just to hear one of the best songs just, of all time. <laughs> That's oh, one of those songs great. that you can like holler at the top of your lungs. Mm-hmm. I do it all the time in the car. Anytime I play this song, absolutely. Oh, to record Richie while he's in the car, that I, would be. I could do it. I can. We can play on the show. <laughs> so. Well, we've been yapping at you guys for about an hour now, so we are going to probably sign off so that way you guys can go back into your quarantine um but until then good night and if there's no hockey left what do i say good quarantine no stay safe there stay healthy stay safe everybody